Hello everyone, this is Chaplain Trisha, and I am glad that you are joining me for this time of worship. It is the 16th week after Pentecost, and in this Pentecost, or these Sundays after Pentecost season, um, we continue to hear Jesus preaching and teaching to help us grow in our faith, uh, to become more and more like him every day um, and to deepen our relationship with our God and our Savior. And so we begin today um, with a hymn about our God, um, praising him for being immortal and a God who is wise, a God of goodness and love who never changes. Immortal, invisible, God only wise, in light inaccessible, hid from our eyes. Most blessed, most glorious, the ancient of days, almighty, victorious, thy great name we praise. Unresting, unhasting, and silent as light, nor wanting, nor wasting, thou rulest in might. Thy justice like mountains, high soaring above, thy clouds which are fountains of goodness and love. To all life thou givest, to both great and small. In all life thou livest, the true life of all. We blossom and flourish like leaves on the tree, and wither and perish, but not changeth thee. Thou reignest in glory, thou dwellest in light. Thine angels adore thee, all veiling their sight. All land we would render, O oh, help us to see. Tis only the splendor of light hideth thee. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all, and also with you. The word is near you, on your lips and in your heart. If you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Faith comes from what is heard. And what is heard comes through the word of Christ. The Lord be with you and also with you. We pray together. O oh God, through suffering and rejection, you bring forth our salvation. And by the glory of the cross, you transform our lives. Grant that for the sake of the gospel, we may turn from the lure of evil, take up our cross, 
and follow your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Our first reading today comes from the prophet Isaiah as um, Isaiah talks about the help that God has given him. The Lord God has given me the tongue of a teacher that I may know how to sustain the weary with the word. Morning by morning he wakens, wakens my ear to listen as those who are taught. The Lord has opened my ear and I was not rebellious. I did not turn backward. I gave my back to those who struck me and my cheeks to those who pulled out the beard. I did not hide my face from insult and spitting. The Lord God helps me. Therefore, I have not been disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like flint, and I know that I shall not be put to shame. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our second reading comes from the book of James with the reminder that our tongue is a powerful weapon and needs to be watched. How great a forest is set ablaze by a small fire, and the tongue is a fire. The tongue is placed among our members as a world of iniquity. It stains the whole body, sets on fire the cycle of nature, and is itself set on fire by hell. For every species of beast and bird, of reptile and sea creature, can be tamed and has been tamed by the human species. But no one can tame the tongue, a restless evil full of deadly poison. With it we bless the Lord and Father, and with it we curse those who are made in the likeness of God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As we prepare to hear our gospel, let us join now in singing our gospel acclamation on page five. O Word of God Incarnate. O Word of God Incarnate, O Wisdom from on high, O Truth unchanged, unchanging, O Light of our dark sky, we praise you for the radiance that from the hallowed page all lantern to our footsteps shines on from age to age. The Holy Gospel according to Mark, the eighth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus went on with his disciples, and on the way he asked his disciples, Who do people say that I am? And they answered him, John the Baptist, and others, Elijah, and still others, one of the prophets. He asked them, But who do you say that I am? Peter answered him, You are the Messiah. 
Then Jesus began to teach them that the Son of Man must be killed, and after three days rise again. Peter began to rebuke him. But turning, Jesus rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. He called the crowd with his disciples and said to them, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their life? Indeed, what can they give in return for their life? Those who are ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of them the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. In college, I took an American poetry course to satisfy my English credit. Now, if you have ever read poetry, some of it is pretty obvious, like, I think that I shall never see a poem as lovely as a tree. But then there are some poems that are a little more obscure, like this one. Euphonies, cacophonies, and chromosomal anomalies intertangled destinies and elusive methodologies occurring in obscure dimensionless time millenniums fertilized to create the sublime perceived by ideation so pure it would seem to exist beyond mind and to all in between so when i was faced with the task of writing a paper about one poet's poetry and its meaning i panicked was that poem really about clouds, or did they represent life and death, love and war? Not wanting to look foolish, I hit the library and gathered information about what critics and professors had said throughout the years about the poems I had to write about. Granted, I ended up with two pages of footnotes, but I felt I had completed the assignment and handed in a respectable paper. My professor, however, had a different opinion. When I got the paper back, I started paging through it. There were little comments here and there in the margins. But on the last page, in bold red ink, was the comment, I don't know what you think. I know what everyone else thinks of the poems, but what do you think? It didn't matter to my professor what well-established literary professionals thought. She wanted to know how the poems had touched me, what I had gotten out of them, if I had found anything of worth in what I had read. When it comes down to it, our faith is the same. It doesn't matter what the early church fathers thought in the first century or what theologians wrote about in the Middle Ages or what scholars of this century offer in opinions on the internet. 
When we are asked, as Peter was, by Jesus Christ, who do you say that I am? We are asked to answer not from the knowledge of books, but from the experience of our hearts. Our confession of faith can only come from what we have known and know of our Lord. Each one of us has felt our Savior's love and grace and forgiveness in a way that no one else has. Each one of us have found the strength and healing and courage and peace of our Lord in individual ways. We make our confession of faith each time we worship, using the words of the creeds written centuries ago that still tell of what is in our hearts. We worship using the words of hymns that reflect what is in our souls. We take the bread and wine, believing the words given and shed for you. But our confession of faith is not just meant to be voiced in a place of worship. We are called to bear the cross of Christ, to be the sons and daughters of our God, made so in the waters of the baptismal font, where that cross of Christ was placed on our foreheads, engraved upon our hearts, to be able to carry the cross of Jesus with us each day we live. And since we are called to be cross-bearers, then yes, we are called to live lives that show the world who we belong to and who we follow and who we hope in. We are to meet life and the people in our life with an attitude different from that of the world. We are to love, not just the people we know and not just the people we like, but we are to reach out to the enemy. No easy task when we have been hurt or insulted or angered. It is then we need to remember the cross is on our hearts moving us to forgive as our Lord looked with grace from the cross to the thieves on either side of him and granted them mercy. How we deal with what happens to us, with the events in our life, is again a different approach than the world's. Rejoice in hope, be patient in suffering, persevere in prayer. We are called indeed to use our tongues, as James says, to bless the Lord and Father and not curse those who are made in the likeness of God. If we are bearing the cross of God in our hearts each day, we need to let our words reflect love and understanding, grace and hospitality, thankfulness and humility. We are called never to give up in the face of trial because we know the cross we bear is a cross of victory, the victory of Jesus Christ, a victory that strengthens us and steadies us, that shields us and comforts us, that gives us courage for the fight and comfort in our weariness, that brings light in the darkness and calm in the storm, that brings us hope sure and certain hope in the face of that which seems overwhelming and unconquerable. 
Know that bearing the cross of Christ to the world, the witness of each of our lives to those around us, is a vital, valued part of the spreading of the good news of Christ and the building up of God's kingdom. Lift high the cross, the love of Christ proclaim, till all the world adore his sacred name. Amen. Just as Jesus Christ gave up his life for us, we can offer our lives to him to be used for the building up of the kingdom, the spreading of his gospel, so that we may share with others his love and grace and light. We sing now the hymn, Take My Life That I May Be. Take my life that I may be Consecrated, Lord, to Thee Take my moments and my days Let them flow in ceaseless praise Take my hands and let them move At the impulse of Thy love Take my feet and let them be Swift and beautiful for Thee. Take my voice and let me sing Always only for my King. Take my lips and let them be Filled with messages from Thee. Take my silver and my gold, Not a mite would I withhold. Take my intellect and use Every power as Thou shalt choose. In Christ you have heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. We believe in him and are marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. Living together in trust and hope, we confess our faith. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We join our hearts together now in the prayers. Made children and heirs of God's promise, we pray for the church, the world, and all in need. Creating God, 
You brought life into being and called it good. Bring new creation to lands devastated by tornadoes, hurricanes, floods, fires, and other disasters. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Protecting God, you desire all people to live in peace and safety. Provide for all who are in danger. Strengthen first responders to help meet the complex needs of others. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Transforming God, you announce release to the captives and freedom to the oppressed. Break chains of discrimination and injustice. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Redeeming God, you accompany your people through every stage of life. We give you thanks for the saints who now rest in your embrace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Receive these prayers, O God, and those in our hearts known only to you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. May God, whose power working in us, can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine, grant you the gifts of faith and hope. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. And as we read in the words of Isaiah today, um, who knew that God would always be with him. Um, we know that our God walks always um, with us as we work to bear his cross to the world. And so we sing about how great is his faithfulness is in our last hymn on page 12. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever wilt be. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. 
summer and winter and springtime and harvest sun moon and stars in their courses above join with all nature in manifold witness to thy great faithfulness mercy and love great is thy faithfulness great is thy faithfulness morning by morning new mercies i see all i have needed thy hand hath provided great is thy faithfulness lord unto me pardon for sin and a peace that endureth thine own dear presence to cheer and to guide strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow blessings all mine with ten thousand beside great is thy faithfulness great is thy faithfulness morning by morning new mercies i see all i have needed thy hand hath provided great is thy faithfulness lord unto me go in peace the spirit sends us forth to serve thanks be to god and thank you for joining me for worship this day I hope that you have a, a good rest of this day and a blessed week ahead.